Evolutionary.org presents the Underground Radio Podcast with your host, Hardcore Steve, the Monster, and Mobster, the UK Beast. Prepare for the show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hit it! Evolutionary Underground, episode number 26. Today we're going to talk about summer clenbuterol cut with Geneza Pharma. So, Let's first talk about why Geneza Pharma. I'll bring in Mobster. Why don't you talk, touch a little bit about Geneza Pharma, the GP brand, and why you like it so much. So for our new listeners, Steve, we previously talked about what makes a source a great source, what makes a source an approved source via the Evo family forums. And it's quite simple. Uh, it's just a few things, right? Number one, we, we like to know people that have used their products. And we know people that have used products. We know specifically people that have used Geneza Pharma products. We have things like that we like to see on an approved source. We love to see certificates of analysis. We like to see tests that have been done on the products. Any customer service issues. There's a bunch of stuff. And with Geneza Pharma specifically, Steve, as well as obviously the companies that sell the product for them, they've got their own particular website. You go there, guys, and you can see the building the products are made in. You can see the way that they produce products. You can see the literally photographs and videos of the machinery. This is just how the, this is exactly the sort of thing we want. And, and I think the final thing, Steve, is just longevity. We want companies that have been around for a long ass time producing solid products with great reputations. And I'll give you an example. If you look at reviews, and we have reviews on the forum, you'll you'll get someone say, This is great. I've used other products before. They felt that they were half dose. This feels like it's full dose. And that is common as you like, Steve, with gin as a farmer. Literally, people come on and say, it's nothing like what I've had before. This is solid. This is working straight away. I could literally feel certain products, quick action products, kicking in within days, within hours, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, all those things combine to make for us what is an approved source, what becomes a highly regarded, uh, highly ratified. And, and not just by me, not just by you, but by hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of members. And I mean, not here's the thing, guys. Don't even just check on the Evo forums. Go and check on other forums because the information I'm talking about is exactly how it should be. And it's there on other places. Our competition, our rivals, they all say Geneza Pharma is a great company to work with. Back to you, Steve. Geneza Pharma has been around a really long time. They have a track record. Mobster and I have used them. Other guys on the forum who are veterans or moderators, they've used them. And they've all came back and said, you know what? This is good to go. Now, when dealing with Clen, we're talking about a drug here. Clen is not a hormone. Ironically, hormones, you can underdose them, overdose them. It would be less of a risk. But with a drug like clambuterol, if you're using a source that's underdosing clen, it can cause issues because you'd be, you'll be using it at a certain dose and not seeing anything. So you're going to keep jacking up the dose, jacking up the dose. Then in the future, when you use clen again and you're using a good quality clen like from Geneza Pharma, you're going to be like, well, I'm going to run it at a really, really sky high dose because I didn't get results on 100 micrograms before. So now I'm going to run this at start at started at 100 micrograms and jack it up. But if you're using a properly dose clen, the second time it's going to screw you up because now you're going to be starting off a really, really high dose and you're going to basically screw yourself. Also, if it's overdose. And labs, you know, they do a really poor job of overdosing. And we've seen this a lot with underground labs. We've seen this a lot with guys who are making uh, gear in their home. They'll overdose the gear, and that's not good. And with Clen, you can actually give yourself a stroke or a heart attack if you're taking too much Clen. If you only think you're taking 100 micrograms of Clen, and you're really taking 300 micrograms of Clen, you can cause a heart attack. So it's very important to have a source that doesn't underdose or overdose the gear that doses it correctly. So you know, hey, I'm taking this much and this is how much is going in my body. And this is how much I should expect with side effects. So why should you use Geneza Pharma? Because it's your health we're talking about. It's your life we're talking about. So it's very, very important to know Hey, I'm taking clen. It's going in my body. Now, some sources also use they'll use albuterol as clen. 
And albuterol is dosed differently than clen. Albuterol is weaker than clen. So you'll be taking what you think is clen, but it's really albuterol. And then you're like, well, I'm not getting the same effects as I usually do on clen. Well, it's because you're really getting something else. Some sources use DMP as clen, you know? So DMP can put you in the hospital. You end up in the emergency room. And the nurses and the doctors are not going to know what is going on with you. They're like, I can't get this guy's body core body temperature down. His body temperature, core body temperature is over 100 degrees, 105 degrees, 110 degrees. He's basically burning from the inside. Oh, would you take? I took this doctor. I took this. Oh, it's Clen. Clen shouldn't be doing this. Well, really, you took DMP. So we see this a lot with sources. It could be a pro-hormone. It could be anything. You don't know what you're taking. So it's very important to know what you're taking. So when you use G GP, Genesa Pharma, you know what you're taking. And that's very, very important. Mobster? Yeah, I mean, here's a thought, guys. If you actually ended up in ER because of a really piss poor source on a poor product, and you told them what you thought you were taking, and they they can't necessarily test for every single thing. They would be treating you for something you didn't actually take. Let me give you an example of how accidents can happen. And we're not talking about this with Genesis of Pharma. Just today, Steve, I've actually posted or shared a, 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 a link on my Facebook page for a very big UK-based company. I actually think they're South African, not UK-based, but they, they have products here in the UK where every single shop that has their product on the shelf has had to take their product off the shelf because some accident has happened in the manufacturing progress process where five grams, that's 5,000 milligrams per serving of their protein product, 5,000 milligrams of caffeine has been added to each serving. I'm pretty sure, Steve, that 5,000 milligrams will put you in hospital. I know of stories where guys have accidentally taken a teaspoon because they couldn't get the maths done in their head. A party was one article I remember reading years ago, and he ended up in hospital. Your heart is racing at 100 miles an hour. So you need to have a trusted company that tests their product, like I mentioned earlier, that has certificates of analysis, but they don't just test in-house. They go to their outside lab, randomized samples. So especially when it comes to a product that has a stimulatory effect, which we'll get into. And as Steve says, that you want to know 100% contains no DMP. It doesn't contain another thyroid hitting drug. It is not overdosed, specifically for those reasons. Like Steve said, I don't want to take an underdose product. Oh, I'm, I, I, I'm a poor responder. I need to take more. And then lo and behold, it's because the product was underdosed. So the next time I take it from a proper company, like Geneza Pharma, I, I, I'm taking more than I think I need to. And all that, it just gets confusing. And that's without even getting into, which we will also discuss, the, the, the fact that uh, um, clenbuterol is dosed in micrograms and not milligrams and so on and so forth. So, guys, you need to know right up front, especially with a stimulatory-type product, what you're taking, how to take it, the dosages and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to get into that right now. So, yeah, let's talk to now, Steve. How it works. I'll let Steve jump in here for a second and I'll I'll, I'll chuck in a few just bits and pieces myself. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, you know, before we get into the fun stuff where we talk about, you know, how to use clan, how to dose it, what to stack it with and and, you know, how we're actually going to burn fat. Let's let's just go over why guys use clan and what, what it does in the body. So obviously, clenbuterol, you know, you guys out there and gals are going to use clenbuterol for really one purpose only, and that's to burn body fat. And for some of you, clen works incredibly well. We've seen celebrities in the past who have used clen. I know Britney Spears have, have has you know the, the, there's been talk about her using. I think she taught she actually even said it to some magazine or something. Other celebrities have definitely used clen over the years. So a lot of people have been like, well, they're using it. And I want to use it. And clen can be a perfectly safe drug to use, but you just have to use it right. So we're going to get into that as this podcast goes on. But first, let's kind of understand what clen is all about. So it's the cousin. It's known as the cousin of ephedrine. Clen stimulates beta-2 receptors. It's a beta-2 agonist. So what clen does is it allows you to better and more efficiently burn store fat calories, which is your body fat, as energy 
before you reach other sources of fuel. So this works really well, especially in America, because in America, we've been, I'll use the term brainwashed into eating a lot of food very often, breakfast, and I've talked about in the past fasted cardio and what fasted cardio does. Because when you do fasted cardio, it basically tells your body, which is searching for energy to tap into, to go after your fat stores in the body, right? When you wake up and you eat breakfast, okay, which is an American custom, you know, we have to continue to eat breakfast to support our farmers so that we, you know, can, can keep stimulating our economy, which a big part of it in many, many states is farming. What happens is you go work out after that big breakfast and your body is going to go after those glycogen stores from that food you just ate. It's not going to go after your body fat stores. So that's why people, you see people day in and day out in the gym, they're on the elliptical, they're on their treadmill, they're doing cardio. And their physiques don't change after a year because their diet is shit. They're eating the wrong foods at the wrong time. Now with Clen, it's kind of the cheat code when it comes to that. Because on Clen, even if you were to do that, Clen will still, as a beta-2 agonist, tell your body to go after those body fat stores instead of that food you ate. So even keeping your diet the same, keeping your cardio the same, your body will burn fat. So it's almost like it's like a magic pill in that in that situation. So obviously when you're using up energy and you're you're doing cardio while on clan and you're eating better than you're, you were before, it's you're gonna have double, triple the results. And we're gonna get into that later on the podcast. But my point is, even if you keep everything the same. And you just start taking clean, it's going to change the way your body uses up energy. So it's you're going to see a change in your body fat. You're going to see your body fat drop because your body is going to want to tap into that body fat for energy. Even if you sit on your ass in front of the TV all day, you're still going to be burning more body fat on clean than you would without clean. That's pretty much how it works. Now, clean is approved in certain European countries as an asthma drug, but it's not in the U.S. And a lot of people don't know that. So the U.S. FDA never approved it to be used as an asthma drug. The amount, though, mobster, that you guys are using in Europe for asthma is much different than what we use in America. So if that wasn't the case, all these kids, you know, that are on these asthma medications that contain plan, they'd all be walking around with eight packs and ripped, okay? But that's not the case. They're not using... The, tri the dosage for PED reasons. They're using a much smaller dose. So that's the difference. There's some livestock and farming worldwide that use clen. And the reason that they give them to the animals is to increase free lean mass, fat-free lean mass. So they want the animals to get more muscular and less fat. And that, that gets them a better yield to, to their stock. So... That's how basically Clen is used in the medical uh, industry and how it actually works. So let's go over kind of the benefits of clenbuterol and kind of, kind of make simplify it. Look, bottom line, fat loss drug, as I said, exclusively used in cutting cycles. Most users are going to be having incredible results in increasing lean mass after Clen use. And studies have actually shown that it can increase your fat-free mass and increase your BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate, and also work as an anti-catabolic and anabolic drug in the body. Now, let's let's you know we got to make make sure everything is equal here. You know we're talking about all things equal. Is taking Clen going to be like taking testosterone or Tren or any other anabolic steroid? Of course not. Okay, but again, in the studies, all things being equal, we're talking about a normal couch potato. There was some anti-catabolic effects. For a while, though, Mobster, we saw a forum, some gurus came up with the idea, let's use Clen and PCT. Let's use Clen in between cycles because it's anti-catabolic. And if I go into PCT after running trend or a lots of gear and I put on a ton of size, it's magically going to stay when I come off. 
That's not going to happen. Even if you use Clan and PCT, it's not going to help you uh, keep all the gains you had from cycle. This is basically the studies are from normal Joes who don't work out. You know what I'm saying? So it's not going to translate into the bodybuilding world. So my point is, if you want to use Clan effectively, and I'll, I'll bring Mobster in shortly, use Clan for fat loss. Don't use Clan and expect it to be and behave like an anabolic steroid or use Clan in PCT to help you conserve your muscle because that's just not the way it's going to translate into the real world with athletes and bodybuilders. So Mobster touched on that a bit. And then um, we're going to get into dosing and talk about um, how best to dose it. I'm just thinking, Steve, the logic for the PCT thing, I love how it came from gurus as well. It makes little to no sense whatsoever, guys. It's quite simple. If you use it in PCT to hold on to your gains and then stop using it when your PCT finished, you'd lose your gains. It makes no sense if that's what that's how Clen works and the, the, the idea had any kind of weight or 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 sort of factual semblance in reality that makes no sense to me steve at all i mean there's a thing again and i've said this before uh when we're doing a pct that's as steve has described in great detail on such podcasts all about recovering after the cycle about getting your hormonal levels back to where they're supposed to be the idea you should take a relatively in this particular example strong drug on a pct during a PCT, and then at the end of the PC, what's going to happen? Your body's going to respond or react or try to recover from the strong drug that you took. To It doesn't make any sense. And not only that, Stephen, I've touched on this multiple times on the forums. I've got tips ready, which includes this kind of stuff. Guys, how you're supposed to maintain as much as possible of the gains or the fat loss or whatever it was that you were doing in your cycle – is down to your diet. It is down to recovering from a PCT. It is down to manipulating the training. It's relatively simple. We've discussed this in great detail. It's not about using another strong drug and then hoping to recover from using that strong drug at the end of a PCT because that's going to just affect your body again and you'll be recovering from something else. So it makes no sense. I think it's just one of those ideas that seemed okay very quickly off the top of someone's head and then just done the rounds. And in reality, you don't see that. I don't I don't hear pros doing it now. I don't hear guys on the forums discussing it in that particular way. But yeah, definitely an answer before. Ultimately, it's not the number one thing, as Steve said already, is fat loss. Uh, and we're going to get into examples of that kind of conversation and stuff that you should be doing because I've seen literally, and I will discuss this in a little while, Steve, uh, people walking into the gym, asking for, being given clean, walking out, and you just know it's not going to work for them the way that they want because they're not doing the other things that they need to do and, and then they haven't got their head around the side effects and so on and so forth. So, yeah, let's talk about, Steve, Dosing, solo and with stacks. And I, I want to make a particular point up front here, which is something that's going to be mentioned, and we'll discuss it again in, in a little while, Steve, but it's the uh, the micrograms versus milligrams. I'll just say this now, and then I'll let Steve jump back in. Back in. So, guys, Glenbutrol is dosed in micrograms, and a microgram is one thousandth of a milligram. And therefore, you must understand, for example, when it comes to PEDs, that most steroids, most anabolic steroids specifically, I would say all of them, Steve, really, are, 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 actually, I can think of one that isn't. Every other one is dosed in milligrams. And again, that's 1,000 times more than a microgram. So you need to understand that when you're taking something that's not in milligrams, it is a fraction of that dose. That's super, super important. That seems to run by the odd one or two people. It's why we, I've said on the forum, Steve, make sure you pay attention in school, guys, when it comes to math, as they say in America, or maths here in the UK. This is super, super important. So, so you make sure that you get the proper dosing. You make sure that you're not overdoing it, and so on and so forth. It's super, super important. And we will discuss, again, specifically the way that you can manipulate the dosages of Mimbutrol so that you can, get, you can start easy and then work your way up to an effective dose. 
So, yes, yeah, Steve, let's talk about now, yeah. you know, uh, basically the proper dosages and uh, whether we'd run it solo or whether we'd stack. Back yeah. to you. Yeah, in America, because we do not use the metric system uh, like the rest of the world, most of the rest of the world, I think there's one or two countries that don't. But a lot of we, a lot of uh, us don't understand it. I had clients come to me and they're like, I'm ready to run Clen. I'm going to run 20 milligrams a day. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. you're not going to run 20 milligrams a day. You're going to start with 20 micrograms. So a lot of people don't understand that. So that, that is a good point that we, we you know, we like to remind people of. Now with with Clen, what's interesting with Clen is we got to remember it's not a hormone. It's a drug. So pyramid pyramiding it up and down is actually going to be a beneficial strategy because this way you can kind of uh, assess the the side effects as you go along. Now, I always like to say in this situation, whether you're female or male, you want to kind of um, judge the dosing based on your weight. So, I mean, if you're a female who's 115 or 100, 120 pounds, obviously you're going to use a different dosage than a man who's 250 pounds, who's trying to lose fat. Okay. I mean, that's just common sense. Well, with Clen, it absolutely makes a difference. So you want to kind of assess it. Now, you know, I personally, if you're going to run it by itself, I'd start at, if you're a normal 200 pound guy, I'd start at 40 micrograms. And if you're a skinny, you know, not skinny, but if you are a female who only weighs like 115, 120 pounds and you want to lose a, a few pounds, okay, maybe you have a wedding or you have a beach event coming up or you're a model or something and you want to lose, you know, just a few pounds uh, of body fat, then you want to start with 20 micrograms and then kind of work your way up. But the idea here is you start at a dosage for a few days, assess where you're at and you raise it. And then you assess where you're at and you raise it. So usually people will, will raise it by 20 micrograms. So if you start at 40 micrograms, you'd raise it to 60, then you'd raise it to 80, then you raise it to 100, then you raise it to 120, et cetera, et cetera. So I personally have never exceeded 120 micrograms. I get a lot of side effects on it. Once you start getting the side effects, that's when you should stop because that's when the benefits of that fat loss are coming. But, um, you know, so that's that's basically what you want to look for. And some people as well who have really had a lot of experience with Clan over the years on forums, I've used Clan uh, maybe two or three times. I'm not extremely experienced with it. It's just not um, something that I like to mess around with because of the side effects, which you're going to get into shortly. Um, but a lot of people who have a lot of experience with clan, what they like to do is they'll, they'll jack, they'll, they'll, they'll raise the dose every three days, every three, four days, they'll raise the dose by 20 micrograms. They'll get to a dosage where they start getting side effects. Then what they'll do is they'll bring the dosage in a bit. So they'll drop, say they get up to 120 or 140 micrograms. Then they'll, they, and they say, wow, I'm starting to get some side effects. I'm getting the shaky hands. We're talking about the side effects shortly. What they'll do is they'll drop it back 20 micrograms, then stay there. And then they'll stay there for the entirety of their time that they're going to be on cleanse. So that's basically the way you want to use it, whether you stack it or you run it solo. Now, another thing over the years that we've, we've talked about is how long to use it. And remember, clen isn't a hormone. It's not something that's going to shut your HBTA down. It's not anything that's going to suppress you or anything like that. It's a drug. So yeah, you can start and stop it at your leisure. It's not, not going to be a big deal. But obviously, you want to stay on it consistently on a daily basis. And the whole two-week on, two-week off, they get back on it for two weeks. That's been a strategy that a lot of people have used because it doesn't cause the amount of side effects and that's the way i ran it because that's not going to run into the side effects however if you want to use it optimally and i've talked to a lot of guys over the years who have used it my old podcast host used to use it a lot uh coach trevor he used to use it a lot back in the day when he was competing and he would stay on it longer than two weeks and the reason for that is because the science says that once you get deeper into it, four weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, that's when your fat-free mass increased by 5%, 10%, et cetera. So, 
So based on that, your really, really good results when it comes to fat loss is going to need more than two weeks to really, really make a difference. But a lot of you may not be able to handle more than two weeks on this stuff because of the side effects. So that's one of the issues. Um, and there is, you know, some deregulation of the central nervous system, beta 2 receptors after about three weeks. So that's when you're going to have to start really, really understanding what's going on in your body. And you may want to keep antihistamines like keto or Benadryl um, on hand in that situation. So you really, really need to know what you're doing if you're going to run it longer than two weeks. But if it's your first time, I would do two weeks on, then take two weeks off and then assess, does this stuff really work for me? If not, you may want to go longer next time. The longer you're on it, the better results you're going to have. The better your diet and training is, the better results you're going to have. So it's a lot of different things that are going to go on with this stuff, but you definitely don't want to overdose it. So, um, mobster, why don't you touch on that a bit? And then we're going to talk about stacking it. What, what really works good to stack with from Genesis? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of one straight away, Steve, but as a, as a, like Steve says, we give you the, the sensible dosages and then maybe we could talk about optimal dosages here, Steve, referencing from an article that we'll link to uh, in the notes for the shows you're looking probably somewhere between 60 to 100 micrograms per day for a man and women 10 to 40 micrograms. Those, those are normal. Those seem to be relatively effective for the majority of uh, users. And again, I think the, 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 the top end uh, where, where we're talking about users online, giving us information and feedback, what, what's worked for them, the top end would be 200 micrograms. I will throw in the caveat that Steve mentioned right at the beginning, and that is that some of those users may well not have had a solid ass product like the product we're going to get from Genesis Pharma. So therefore, when you're taking that, sometimes you need to say to yourself, was they getting an effective product that's working properly, properly dosed? And, and, and that's the case, or was it simply the case that they did need to build up to the higher dosages? This is another reason why we, we suggest, and in fact, it's practically, think of it as being in bold and underlined, guys. Start low and build up. I would actually say that, and once you know that the product works for you, once you know it's an approved source that's got a solid product, those would be good notes to work by with anybody else, but specifically to do that. And I think that maybe another thing here, Steve, just as an example, I think something that we, we, we probably wasn't going to mention in the podcast, when we're talking to users, you've got the genetic difference, but you're also going to have some users that are quite out of shape some users that uh, can't handle any stimulatory type products and so on and so forth. So again, we're, we're talking about sometimes when we go into the forums, when we're asking questions, when we're getting information, not all the information that that person has that's about them is mentioned. So for example, if you've got two users in all other regards are identical and one is overweight with a heart condition, for example, Steve, or breathing issues like asthma and someone else is ripped but just wants to chisel away the last little bit of fat and has zero uh, lung issues, breathing issues, zero heart issues, the dosaging will be different. The effect will be different. The side effects will vary. And that's important information, which is another reason why we recommend going in low and building back up again. I would actually suggest that probably every single time, Steve, uh, if only because you might be leaner than you last was, or you might be more out of shape than you last was. These are these are bits of information that you probably almost certainly won't hear anywhere else. Uh, we're not going to be the same condition every single time we run a cycle of any PED, never mind computer role. So it's a super, super, and again, you know, um, what I might need, I'd probably go super low. Steve's had more experience than me, but Steve says himself he's a relatively low experience compared to other people. Uh, neither one of us are competitive bodybuilders so again that's the sort of information you need to know when you're talking about dosage and products and the most effective way to use them you need to understand we vary this is exactly the same reason even medical um, circumstances why you would not be given the same dose to treat a medical condition as a person in an next bed in the hospital this is super 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 important stuff so uh, in my suggestion just for now steve I would probably go with 20 micrograms every single time to start it. I might get it up to what I felt was an effective level, especially if I'm using a solid product like the Genesis Pharma product, because I found that that dose worked for me before. 
but I'd still start off low in case my condition did. I might have an underlying medical issue that I didn't have before and so on and so forth. So all these guys, you are, after all, self-medicating. We want you to be safe. So this is the kind of information we're going to give back to you. Back to you, Steve. Yeah, so let's go over what we should be using with Clan and what we should not be stacking with Clan. So, you know, right off the bat, uh, Trend, um, listen, at the end of the day, I cannot in good conscience tell you to use trend with clan. It's just too risky, too much side effects, too much strain on the heart. All right. Um, you got to keep in mind, trend dehydrates you. It basically makes you thirsty all the time as it is. It, it's stressful on the, the organs, stressful on the heart, especially. So you're going to take clan on top of it, which is also going to really, really dehydrate you and really, really cause a lot of stress on your heart. It's just not a good idea. It's going to be a lot of problems. There's going to be lots of cramping. And listen, if you're cramping a lot, that is a red flag that you're not getting proper hydration at the very least. But it also can be an even worse red flag of a lack of of blood flow in the body and also can be an imbalance of electrolytes. And then you have to ask yourself, why are my electrolytes imbalanced? Well, it's because I'm taking clan and I'm taking trend together. It's going to really throw your electrolytes off. And I'm going to tell you something. It's going to be impossible to correct that as much as you want to try. It's going to be impossible to correct that. So unless you're extremely experienced with both trend and clan, do not use them both together. A lot of these guys on social media, that's what they want to push. A lot of coaches, they'll push that because they are just trying to overcompensate for their lack of knowledge on this stuff. And I'm telling you, it's not going to be a good idea to use them both together. So that is one I would not use together. Another one I want to use together, Mobster, before you bring you in is DMP. And maybe you could talk about that a little bit too. Um, talk about why DMP and Clem would be a bad choice. I can think of one more, Steve, but I'll do the DMP first. <laughs> DMP, listen, guys, you, you get gurus and, and coaches and stuff like that out there, and people like us doing these podcasts that will recommend DMP. And then um, it's just that the, the potential risk is so goddamn high. And this especially comes down to dosage. And we've had stories in the newspaper over here very quickly, guys. Um, Young lady, young black lady, I believe, got some product from China, came in a plastic bag with no instructions. I think it literally was yellow powder in a bag that said DMP. There was no instructions. She didn't have the savvy to go off and look at the instructions properly, or she did, she ignored them. And it's, I think the gist of the story was that she was meant to be taking a certain dosage per day. And she did the usual skew logic of, if I double the dosage, I'll get double the fat loss. And lo and behold, the dosage... Um, bearing in mind you're scooping it out of a bag, wasn't even an appeal or anything like that, Steve, or a capsule, doubled the dosage and died. Simple as that. So I would, I will say that for the most part, I can think of very few now gurus that recommend DMP. And if they do, it's under controlled and specific milligram dosages, etc. sign of servings. Essentially, if you fuck up, you really, really fuck up. And I think the other issue, Steve, is even if you don't, and you use it as it should be used with a certain milligram dosage per kilogram of body weight and so on and so forth, you're, you're sitting there, your body temperature is raised, you're uncoupling, literally uncoupling the fat cells. You are sweating discolored sweat. Uh, and the, the other one, especially with DMP, Stephen, I've mentioned this before, is that I would say in about 95% of users, whatever fat they lose on DMP, they gain back and more. In other words, guys, they are fatter after they recover from using DMP than before they use the DMP, which kind of seems a bit silly. So there's that one. Another one I was thinking of, and this is again one of those things where I would want a guru or coach to work with for competitive purposes, but if it's not, I would definitely not recommend this, and that's diuretic, Steve. You mentioned earlier on electrolytes. There are certain kinds of uh, diuretics ones which are, I believe, potassium-saving and ones which are not. Now, I might be misquoting myself there. Sort of thing simple. If I'm going to use any product that's going to mess up my electrolytes and then I'm using another product that could potentially has the same issue, 
that would be a bad thing to do, especially in an inexperienced user. So I definitely want some experience of each of those products individually and then very, very low dosages of each one of them. So that's when I would really, really want to work with a coach or an experienced prep person rather than someone who's just won a competition and calling themselves a prep coach. As to a product that you could use, and especially a moderate dose, like we've talked about before, Steve, and in fact, the optimal doses in this particular example would be GW, Cardarine, at 20 milligrams a day. Um, I'd argue, actually, in this set of circumstances, even for people that don't normally train or whatever else, but I would want them to use those diet and cardio at the same time to get the absolute best results, and especially in the circumstances that Steve said earlier on, like getting in shape for a holiday or a wedding and so on and so forth, and we're going to talk about that in a little while, this would be a great stack, those two things together. So, so low dose clean brutal and an optimal dose in the case of cardarine of 20 milligrams a day would be a great. Can you think of any other, Steve, or would you also rate that one as well? Yeah, so um, let's take a look at some of the Geneza Pharma uh, products that work really good here with the GP clan as well. So one of the ones that I would look at would be the GP T-Bowl. And T-Bowl is a really good one. It's got low side effects. It's it's uh, mild. It's not going to throw off. It's not going to be dehydrated. Um, you know, in fact, yeah, and T-Bowl, you know, really, really good. I like it as an active person. So it looks really good with Clan. You can uh, do – it's not going to throw off your electrolytes. It's not going to give you too, too much uh, bad pumps and stuff like that. <clears throat> Another one I really like, GP Anavar. Again, it's mild. So if you want to go the, the oral route, those are two good orals to use. A GP T-Bowl, GP Anavar, 30, 40 to 40 milligrams a day on either would be an ample dose. And you could go ahead and run that for the full five, six weeks. And if you wanted to do the clean, you could do clean two weeks on, two weeks off, then two weeks back on while staying on the T-Bowl and Anavar the whole way through. Or you can just stay on clan the whole way through and just kind of monitor things and see how you do if you have experience with, with clan. So those would be good options. In terms of injectables, GP Primo. And Primo, we talk a lot about. It's a very, very mild oral injectable steroid. It's got low side effects. It's pretty weak uh, for a lot of men out there. And but here's the thing we we want that here with clan. We don't want to take anything harsh with clan because remember, we're trying to burn fat here. So, Primo is really good. It doesn't just like the T bone Anavar does not aromatize into estrogen, so you don't have to worry about uh water retention or anything like that. So, if you want good, clean fat burning without the side effects, it's a really, really, really good choice here to use the Primo bone with it. A fourth one, Momster, and I'll let you come in with a couple of GP products, but GP Equipoise, GP Boldenone. Very, very good one too. Low side effects. It's going to help with your endurance because, because Clen will kill your endurance. We're going to get into the Clen side effects shortly, but it's kind of good because it kind of yin and yangs the Clen effect. And um, so if you wanted to just go with that, you could do like four, five, or 600 milligrams a week of Equipoise. And then run the clean with it. And of course, testosterone. You can run a little test. I wouldn't run a lot of testosterone with clean, but if you wanted to run some tests with any of these steroids we've talked about or run tests solo with the clean, you could also run that. But I would not exceed 200 milligrams a week of, of testosterone. For those of you who react well to testosterone. Now, testosterone for most of you out there is not a good cutter because it's going to increase appetite and it's also going to aromatize into estrogen. So it's going to give you a little more uh, mass and not necessarily good mass. So it might not be a good option for you. It just depends on how you react to testosterone. So these are a lot of different options. Mobster, what do you think? Uh, what are some what, out of those? Which one would you go with? And and what are some others that that you would uh, you would go with before we get into side effects? Oh, well, you know, Steve, that I'm a big fan of Anavar. So Anavar. I mean, I'm a big fan of Debo, but absolutely not on this particular example, not with Glenbuterol, because I'm trying to obviously get lean if I was using Glenbuterol. I'm thinking, as I said, Anavar is a great thing for me. I, I never had much body weight on it. I always get that little bit stronger. And we know, again, with a combination of cardio and uh, diet, Anavar can be, in this example, something that's useful. What I'm actually thinking of, and this is, guys, if you've listened to any of our other podcasts, what we call cutter-type steroids, 
uh, and hardening steroids. The obvious, the two obvious examples here, Steve, would be Winstrow and uh, GPS, several examples, both all and injectable. And of course, the hardener, Masteron. Now, again, guys, I think this is, I think for Masteron for me would be, I wouldn't want to be too out of shape to begin with because there's no point hardening that muscle that you can't see under layer body fat. But of course, you're using Clean Boot Roll to get lean. So it'd be one of those things, Steve. Uh, what, what I sometimes see, and I will say this very quickly, You'll sometimes see someone that's 15, maybe even more percent, and they'll lose some body fat on cycle, but they'll still get down to a level that's too high to see your abs. I'm If I'm going to do a clean boot roll cycle, Steve, if I'm going to get into shape, I'm not going to go from 20 to 15. I want to get down to 10 percent. I want to get down to the point where I can see the outline at the very least of my abs. I want to see a vein popping up on my bicep. So that's how lean I want to be when I run clean, and especially if I'm doing a cutting stack like this. So guys, again, Masteron could be included in that particular example, run with clean, perfectly don't have to go crazy on the dosages here, but I want to be at that percentage at the end where I can see that I've got lean. That is super, super important. There's a bunch of other steroids that GP produces, of course, but we, those would be bulkers, those would be strengtheners. And I will also add this as well, because it's a point we're worth making. Can you get lean on debuff? Yes. But you have to work that much harder on your diet and that much harder on your cardio. You'd have to meal prep. So there's optimal ways of doing things and there's less optimal way. You've got no excuse really, guys. You go to an approved source, you use one of their of the companies that sells their products. And if this stuff's in stock, just get it. Get what you need to do the job properly. That is super, super important. Don't go to that guy at the gym who sells out the trunk of his car or the bag or they've only got this or you might as well have this because you can do No, 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 no. You can get in shape with some other products, but you're not doing yourself a service. It, the cost is almost negligible when it comes to the difference. Buy what you need for the cycle with the aim of the cycle firmly in mind and that's why we're giving you examples of steroids that help you get into shape, that help you get leaner. And again, there's also a synergy, Steve, which is why we recommend certain particular things. Can you run it solo? Yes, you can. And in fact, I'd argue, Steve, the first time if I was going to use Clen, I would run it solo without anything else just to see how I cope with it. And then, as I felt I had experience, slowly bring in something like Winstroll, EQ, Mastron, and so on and so forth. One thing at a time. I probably wouldn't even go with multiples. The more experienced users might stack it with other products. And again, especially if I was looking to get into shape for a competition, I would work with someone who was super knowledgeable, with a lot of experience of getting into competition for those good reasons. But yeah, we've given you some examples here, guys, of things that work well together, the so-called synergistic effect. And again, another piece of advice would be to run them both solo, and then together, and again, at lower dosages when you're running them together, and then slightly higher dosages as you feel that you're more experienced. And again, you're getting more out of the stack. You know what you're doing now. You know how to hydrate. You know your cardio's on point, your diet's on point, and so on and so forth. Let's touch on now, Steve, I think, which is, like I said earlier on, and we've talked about this before, the super, super important thing of the side effects. Now, I'm going to start. I'll start off. I'm going to let Steve jump in. Right. So, um. I've seen, and I mentioned this earlier on, examples of gym users coming to the gym. Steve said the, the example of the wedding. I agree. I've seen that. Six weeks to go to a wedding, four weeks to go to a holiday. And they suddenly realize, and I'm thinking of women here, but the same applies to men, that that bikini that they wore last year is just not going to fit. They're out of shape. And they come to the gym and <laughs> they're only there to pick, literally pick up the product, Steve. They're not there to train. They're not there to do cardio. Um they buy the product, they go away, they've been given advice on dosing, and it doesn't work how it should work. And there's a, a reason for that is that their lifestyle is exactly the same as it was before. So if the diet was poor before, it's still poor now. They forget that they're eating chips when they're sitting on the sofa watching the TV, and they haven't given themselves long enough time to get into shape. The, the point with regards to the side effect is thus. Okay, and I'll, I'll let Steve discuss the specifics of the side effects. But here's the thing. Certain stimulatory drugs, and I'm including clean root roll when I say this, can make you feel like you're having an anxiety attack. Now, I would actually argue, uh, assuming you could manage it, 
you would know that the product's working. If I feel like this, or as Steve said, manipulating those just to back off on those side effects. But if I know that if I've got it to the side effect sweet spot, if I go a little bit higher, I'm going to have those stimulatory effects. I'm going to feel like I'm having an anxiety issue. And that would say to me that the product's working. But at the same time, I completely understand why some people freak out. They go, oh, my God, I felt awful. I was shaking all the time. My heart was racing. My breathing was out of control. No, that was exactly how that product should work at the dosage that you were taking. You need to understand these things. It's like, it's like Steve, I, I've done it a couple of times when I've had some super crazy strong coffee. I think one of it's like one of those world record claiming 1,000 milligrams a cup kind of coffees. <laughs> You're going to feel fucked up, Steve. It's as simple as that. So it's one of those things where, for me, it's, it's and I think this is the issue here, Steve, Um we talk about the side effects. It's well known, but you'll just get people that go, yeah, 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 and then they take it, and then it bites them on the ass. They don't understand what you're trying to tell them, and then when they when and, and the time that they understand is when they're sitting there freaking the fuck out. So for some people, this is another reason why we talk about starting off slow. They literally cannot handle the side effects. They've got other things going on. Maybe they really already have anxiety issues they already have breathing issues and you're giving them something that exaggerates that it's super super important it's why for example we never recommend trend for first time users we say let's see how you get on with a simple testosterone stack and then build up to something like trend why some people absolutely love trend because they love the fact that they feel like they've gone 100 miles an hour but other people do not people some people like stress some do not stay so talk about the side effects and talk about how you know some people can't handle it and some people can yeah, so the side effects are really, really there. Now, first of all, your um, endurance is going to get blown to shreds. And um, I can remember on my clean run, I uh, I left the gym. I went to the track as I usually do after after the gym. And I did a couple laps around the track. And I was, like, breathing, like, very, very heavy. It was really hard to breathe on it. Very, very hard to get my wind on it. So, so much for it helping you with asthma. I mean, it's no wonder the FDA never approved it for that because it's just not going to make you breathe better and give you more endurance. It's going to crush your endurance. So forget it. Like, and that's because the way it works. How I said earlier, obviously, if it's changing the way your body's using energy, is that you're going to be running on it around the track and it's going to be tapping into the fat stores to, to seek energy. And obviously that's going to cause you to lose endurance. That's going to cause you to have issues with, you know, um, keeping your wind. So obviously that right off the bat is something to look for. How many times do we see people mobster come on the forum and they, they run clean. They're like, Oh my God, my cardio is destroyed. I went from running a seven minute mile. I can't even run a mile in 12 minutes. Well, yeah, that's what Clen does. That's the whole idea behind how it works. And then you can have the domino effect, the side effects, the dizziness, the heart palpitations, the anxiety, the sweating, the overheating, blood pressure, other heart problems. When I was using it, I'd be at work and my hands would start shaking like in the middle of the day out of nowhere. Um, also heartburn. I started getting heartburn. Like I felt like I was like having a heart attack. It was so bad. And I'd always get the heartburn, like sometimes like in the early evening or late afternoon, I'd always get it around the same time. So it definitely has an effect on things that you wouldn't expect um, in, in, in your body. So the dehydration, you just feel dehydrated on you. You can't, you can drink so much water and it's just not helping. You just stay dehydrated all the time. So it's really things to watch out for. And these are normal side effects. And again, if you start getting really, really bad side effects, it's time to back off the dose a little bit. It's not going to, it's not going to damage you to drop the dose back down 20 micrograms or drop the dose back 40 micrograms. So, I mean, those are just things that you have to do while you're on it. So, you know, that kind of lays it down. And also the, the, the cramps and the pumps that you get on clan. Another thing too, when I ran clan, uh, I read a lot of things. People always say, oh, you got to run touring with it. And I'd be like, ah, 
I don't have to run taurine. It's not gonna. It's not gonna affect me. Look, it did when I was weightlifting. It affected me. When I was doing cardio, it affected me. I was getting cramps. I was getting really, really bad palms in my back. It was affecting. It was affecting my workouts extremely hard. So I made the mistake. I corrected it right away. I started taking taurine. So you want to definitely be using taurine, electrolytes, hydrating, not stacking other uh, harsh things with it. And you want to make sure you go into clean. With understanding that all these side effects are definitely possible and going to happen. So if you already have heartburn every day and you take Clen, expect to get even worse heartburn. If you already have heart problems and you have to take blood pressure medication and you go on Clen, expect to have more blood pressure and heart problems. You see what I'm saying? So you really have to go into it already. Don't wait to start taking it. This is what I'm trying to get at. Don't wait to start taking it to get into shape. If you're overweight, if you want to cut down, whatever, you need to start now before you mess with Clen. That's going to help with the side effects. Don't wait to start trend to then start dieting and then to start working out and stuff. You see what I'm saying? So that's going to be the best way you can combat side effects. But even if you do everything right and you still take Clen, expect to have some side effects. Because that's just the way it changes our body's energy consumption. And of course, it's going to cause side effects. There's no other way it can be done in the body. Go ahead, Mark. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, as Steve says, being in shape or some kind of shape, being fit, being healthy means you're going to get more out of it anyway. And as Steve says, to manage those side effects. Let me, I'll list these from the article, Steve. Dizziness. And again, this is just an anxiety thing. You know, people get panic attacks. They sometimes get dizzy. Similar situation. Heart palpitations. Guys, again, you might have an underlying medical issue, which is another reason why we recommend lower dosages to start with. If you've got genetic issues in the family, same thing again. So I, I can't think of me having a heart palpitation, Steve, but obviously as big as I am, my fitness can always be better. And again, if I was using uh, the wrong dosage, which I hadn't got used to clean, I, there's an issue for me there potentially. Anxiety, I've touched on all already. Abnormal sweating, like Steve says. I, in fact, again, here's something, a, a quick tip for you. Don't, I'm thinking of a couple of our forum members right now, Steve, living in Texas when it's 115 degrees and they're working in construction or some kind of outside job or in a, in a, in a unit or a factory or something like that where the heating is, you know, it's just got awful hot indoors under a tin roof or something like that. And then you're using clean at the same time. So you must, must, absolutely must manage your hydration, monitor your electrolytes. If you've got salt stains coming up on the clothing that you're wearing, guys, then you've got a lot of salt coming out of you, got electrolytes coming out of you. Most of this will not, certainly not in an air conditioning place or indoors where it's kind of cool, but keep an eye on this thing. Super, super important. Same again, Steve, just plain good old-fashioned overheating. I'm sure that at least once in our lives, we've done something stupid outdoors, whether it was playing soccer, playing American football, done something like that, ignored the heat, and either ourselves or one of our buddies has collapsed. Can you imagine doing that, guys, when you're on Clint Brute Road? No. So again, this is just sensible stuff to monitor and keep an eye on. Steve's touched upon the, uh, the blood pressure, and again, the heart palpitations and the argument is also there's a potential for heart issues. So absolutely, guys, don't be mistaken that some of you will do fantastically well and have next to no side effects and that your dosage is upon point. And others of you will, like I said earlier on in the podcast, you'll vary. You'll be more obese than perhaps you think you are. You've got higher fat. fat. You, you're not as in condition as you thought you was and so on and so forth. Now I'll get on to the next part here, which is why you, need to do the other things at the same time. I used the example earlier on of the people coming to the gym. It was ladies in the example I used earlier, but guys, it applies to you too. If you're trying to get in the shape for a wedding, if you want to fit back into that suit, if you want to look good in your your your, your swimming trunks uh, for that summer holiday, for that beach resort thing, that summer, your, your wife's just sprung you a surprise. We're going to Mexico. We're going to... You want to get in shape. You don't want your belly hanging out. The difference between you and someone else who's already relatively lean and in condition is that the, the side effects, etc., will feel different. So here's a super, super important. Steve said this already. You kind of need to be in getting in condition so that you can manage the side effects well. That's super, super important. But what's also important is, and I, this is what I've seen or have seen 
in the examples I was thinking of, is that people are doing no other changes whatsoever. So it's super, super important, absolutely important. You should be doing cardio. Now, if you're a mum with kids to school in the morning, you've got to get up early and go for, go, you know, walk to school with the kids. Do, do some steps as soon as you drop the kids off. To go around the park a couple of times, then back home to do everything else. The same thing applies to guys. I know some of you guys are out there doing this work and that work and whatever else. You need to find some time in the day, even if it's only 20 minutes, to do some kind of cardio. You, and, and, the, and the same thing again with the diet, Steve. Don't be taking clean on its own, as effective as it is, with the kind of dosages that we talked about, maybe as a part of a stack, and not having your diet on point. Even if you get some positive results, you will get more positive results if your diet is on point, if your cardio is on point. And of course, because the great and vast majority of our listeners will be hitting the gym, Steve, and your training too. This is super important. I'll let you have a, a talk about that, Steve, as well, before we, before we finish off. Yeah, so remember what I said earlier, and you guys can rewind it and go listen to how Clan works at the beginning. So again, the better your diet is and the more training you can get, which is smart training. You don't want to overtrain and give yourself dehydration and, and need an IV, obviously. I mean, don't go running when it's 100 degrees outside in the heat and sweat a ton. Okay, In fact, I would tell you, don't sweat on Clan. I mean, as much as I hate saying that, don't sweat on clean because it's going to be very difficult to rehydrate. So you want to train smart, but you want to train efficiently while you're on clean. You're going to get the most results out of that because of the way it uses energy in the body. So you want to eat good. You, if you eat cake and pizza and bread and all this crap, all right, and cookies and all this stuff, it's only going to get in the way of clean being able to tap into those fat cells. And to burn those fat cells. So, and if you just sit on the couch all day, you'll still have effects from clan because of the way it uses up energy. But if you can go for a walk, go for a little jog, you know, do some cardio and get, get some calories burning, get that train that's on the track and stuck, get it moving down the tracks. Clan is going to be great because clan will get behind you and push you further down the tracks. So I really, really recommend that you guys, you know, get in the training, but do it smartly. So I'll give you an example. Um, what I was doing, I was going out after the gym. I go get in a workout. Then I'd go to the track and do one or two laps around the track. But I wouldn't like break a huge sweat. But I would make sure I hydrate before and hydrate after. Then immediately I go into the air conditioner. In fact, go home immediately. And just fucking take a cold shower. That would be the most optimal way that you can use clean when you're when you're on clean to get the fat burning effects. Cold showers, watermelon. I wrote an article on Evo about watermelon. Watermelon is nature's basically way of cooling yourself down during the summer. There's a reason that watermelon in northern hemisphere is harvested during the summer. That is why, because it's so good at hydrating you. It's so good with fiber. It's full of water, 95, 96, 97% of watermelon is water. So you're going to get a lot of water. It's a natural diuretic, so it flushes you out, but it doesn't dehydrate you in the process like other diuretics like coffee. And again, speaking of coffee, lay off the coffee when you're on clan because the coffee is a, is a diuretic and it's going to dehydrate you, lay off the alcohol. So it's really... Not just about, it's not not as much about what you're doing, what you're taking in, but it's also what you're not taking in when it comes to clean. So if you can get your diet and your training perfectly done, where it's not excessive when it comes to the training, and you're not like sweating your balls off, you will have really a smooth clean cycle. And clean, a lot of you are going to get really, really good results on clean. Just don't abuse it and use it smartly. So mobster... Take us into the final thoughts and then take us to the disclaimer. I think it was a great show. Something that Steve just said, which I love, I would actually try to do some early morning cardio. Like I said, with the steps, walking around the park, setting myself up for the day, I would almost certainly dose the clean in the morning for that particular reason. I don't think I want to be too hyped up overnight time when I'm trying to get to sleep. As Steve said, for example, and in this day and age, guys, with, with uh, air-conditioned gyms, there's no need to overheat. Super get on your hydration. 
take the dosages that we've talked about as a starting point, especially new, new, new users. We'd love to hear some feedback from you guys in regards to your own clean experience and any clean questions you've got. So hit us up on that. Make sure, like we said already, right at the beginning, use a company like Geneza Pharma, highly rec regarded, highly recommended, used by multiple hundreds and hundreds of our, 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 our forum members so that you know that you're getting a good source and a properly dose and an effective product. Please note, we're not doctors and the opinions are ours. It is our view and based on our experience and views on the topic. Our podcasts are for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies. <laughs>